0: hi guys um hi 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 long time no see welcome to my podcast everything all at once and i'm your host michelle your big sister but also your best friend all in one and here on my podcast we talk about everything and anything all at once basically just anything goes with this oh not the promotion not the not the call out to emma chamberlain but anyways i'm your biggest fan but anyways as you can tell the last time you heard for me was two weeks ago yeah 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 um yeah and i got an explanation guys i got i actually got an explanation and probably most of you are thinking this is my first time listening to you why the fuck do i care but i know some of you out there do care so Um, you heard from me before results day and the rest, nope, I was not there. Um, got on results day, whatever, whatever. Um, I'm going to uni of Kent and that's the whole thing and then just all this preparation for uni is just scary and all this realization of oh my gosh I'm gonna be living by myself oh my gosh I'm gonna be alone I'm gonna be three hours away from my family uh it's just a lot to take in it's not right and I'm only I'm still 18 and to be honest I've only just got used to you know being 18 and all the pros and cons of that but now I have to step in this new environment it's just very odd but obviously I'll save all that ranting and all that energy for you know this episode today um Which is, as you can tell by the title, I'm um, trying out new things, going through a growth period, and having identity crises. And I got a lot to say about that. But obviously, I love to check on myself first. This is basically like therapy for me because I can't afford it. Mm, it's therapy classes. Yeah, yeah, it's a privilege. But <laughs> that's for another day. But yeah, this is like therapy to me. So I like to check on myself. So right now I feel okay, I feel good, I'm still preparing. Um I wanted to film this. At this time I'm filming it in the afternoon, but I wanted to do it in the morning, but I had to go into town and to do some financial stuff for you know uni. But that sorted in which I'm proud and it took me over three weeks to get this sorted and it's annoying, but I'm fine, I'm doing cool, I'm you know trying to gravitate with it but also um i started a new season not a new season why is a new season this new series um it's called snowfall and it has bloody guess who damson idris baby oh he's so fine he is so fine like oh he created this guy he god has favorites because he is absolutely beautiful he's absolutely beautiful damson idris if you're listening to this I love you. I love you, baby. I love you. You know, take me out to dinner, you know, just you know, come and collect me here. I'm waiting. Um But yeah, yeah I've been watching Snowfall. Um second episode in, it was really traumatic. There's some traumatic stuff going on. I didn't realise it would be like this. I I don't know if it's with you guys as well, but with me, I usually approach series or series I want to watch with finding an actor or an actress that i find cute or beautiful or i like like with chris evans i have nearly watched all of his movies and tv shows he's been in and i'm literally ready to start watching Lightyear, and that's a cartoon i know i know but yeah um yeah i don't know if it's with you guys but i do that that's how i tend to approach things and that's how i find good series so yeah and other um shows i've been watching or movies i've been watching um i watched 365 days part three i don't know what it's called but anyways it should be done it really should be done um i don't know why they're still here i don't know why they're still filming i don't know where they're getting this money from actually yeah okay i realize where they're getting the money from it's from us, the haters, the haters watching it, literally, because I would literally shit on 365 days in their writing, which is so bad, and no one can argue with me on that, that's a popular opinion, but then, I still tune into the next movie to see what happens, because it's the Wattpad girl in me, <laughs> it's the Wattpad girl in me, baby, it's, it just, I just can't resist, he's a beautiful Italian guy in Massimo, like, he is a beautiful guy, but he's very toxic, he's very stupid, but, um, we go with it, we go with it, we still watch, we still laugh, that's one thing I watched, um, I watched a new TV show called Abbott Elementary, it has, um, the actor, this beautiful, beautiful black actor, um, he was from everyone hates chris he was the main character uh he is beautiful and he was also a disney channel just did the what um what what movie but he is amazing in it i just love the concept of the show as well um it basically kind of centers on the effects of um underpaying teachers in public schools and not giving them funds and seeing the effects and works of it from an insider look and i like it because it's mockumentary um to say on my side i would say that it's better than the office because it has some relations to it and i would say it's better than the office maybe some of you guys would disagree i do not get the hype with the office but i love Abbott elementary i would suggest that's one recommendation not 365 days part three whatever it is part 100 yeah but other elementary um and one more uh that I'm gonna talk about is nope oh <laughs> uh, i loved it i loved it and apparently there's mixed reviews which is somehow weird because usually um jordan peele is one of those directors he can get People into the seats in the cinema just by his name, and all of well, the last two movies he released was really good, it had really good exposure, good comments, good critiques. But this one is very mixed, very mixed. People didn't understand it. Um, People didn't understand the themes. It wasn't... To be honest, I would agree on that, that it wasn't straightforward. But I think that's the point of Jordan Peele. He gets you to get out of your cinema and actually think about it as you get home and you actually research it and you find out more and you're like oh that's what it means and at times it even gets people back into the cinema the second time or third time to just watch it again so to be honest i love nope i love the the human obsession with the spectacle loved it the human obsession how i interpret it um the human obsession to be in control of everything even the unknown um and I just think it's just amazing I love it the details the cinematography Daniel Kiki oh they're beautiful I have so many edits on like my TikTok account of just dub um though actually the whole cast um Daniel Kiki um Stephen but I don't know the last guy's name but yeah I just love them all. The four of them, amazing. They did such a great job. Jordan Peel, well done. Um, did amazing. If you guys can hear something back, it's the bin thing. It's the bin van. But bin van. But <laughs> yeah, now it's gone. But yeah, nope was amazing. That's another suggestion I would say. Don't listen to other people online saying it was bad. I think you should go and form your own opinion. Because that's what we like and that's what we do with Jordan Peele movies. We don't just collectively say we hate it and we like it. We just go ourselves and watch it and form our own opinions. So, yeah, that's my update on myself. I feel very much better after checking in on myself and really recapping um, what I did. Oh, I got one more thing as well. I feel like I'm ranting, but hey, this is therapy for me. I'm going to go ahead. Um, I learned something new. I feel like I'll do an episode on it, um, I learned recently about incels and cells and all that, um, whole community, <coughs> ASMR, bitch, but anyways, that's not my career, but, um, yeah, I learned about that part of the society, but I also learned, about a new kind of wave I wouldn't classify it as a wave but just a new modernized way of viewing feminism called choice feminism so this looks at um, allowing women to choose their own um, pathways in life with the acknowledgement that they know themselves that they're being liberated from this choice so i think this can, can relate to many things within society that's happening right now um the advancement and the growth of using only um to use our sexuality and our body to profit off of our body for our benefit rather than the man's benefit but also um this kind of switcheroo and kind of taking it back to the 1960s of some women choosing to go back into the expressive housewife lifestyle as a way to express their femininity and I have views about that to be honest but that's not for today that's just something interesting I learned about I really just thought it was kind of weird and devalued what feminism is and what it was protesting about, but that's for another episode. And obviously, now I'm gonna move on to talking about identity crises and the whole niche of it, and the concept, and in relation to trying new things and just being open minded. Uh, I would always love to start off with setting down the basis, setting down my definitions, my interpretations of what identity is and leading it so forth into stating my ideas about identity crisis. So my definition, my interpretation of identity, I believe that it's, you know, our identity is how we present and perform, you know, ourselves to society to the public um to ourselves you know also you could say and i believe that it's constructed and set on a base of beliefs and a belief system in which we internalized and which is really informed by the environment that we place ourselves in, um, what we take in every day, what type of media, what type of influences we take every day. So for example, for me, I am a Christian and I'm also um, a child to African parents. So obviously my beliefs, my values and the way I perceive and approach life would be different to someone who was let's say an atheist and also someone who has a different cultural background. So, obviously, you can tell and you could kind of conclude that our identity is relative, you know, to us, but at the same time, I see it to not be reliable. Um, I see it can shift every day, I can see it could be testified every day. Um, for example, I noticed that when a certain belief that reminded a certain belief that we have to remind ourselves has been informed by our backgrounds and by you know a long-standing um, influence that we just began to see it as a truth is testified and falsified uh, we start to take all the beliefs that are under this umbrella of what we call identity and start to question it and really start to try and falsify it and this leads to an identity crisis because you're literally questioning what you believe to be your baseline of your existence and the way society depicts identity crises is depicted to be something that's supposed to happen at a monumental you know shift in our lives let's say you transition from becoming a wife to a mother, or moving towards adulthood, being in our 20s, trying to find our foot in kind of the industry, um, but to me, I believe that it should be normalized, identity crisis, it should be normalized to happen every once in a while, to be honest, I've literally had 500, um, and I haven't even had monumental shifts, and I just believe that rather when we do have these very so often we start to really doubt ourselves and doubt our character when it's literally so normal it's just us not being used to change or us being um going through that period of change to benefit in the long run so as you can tell by this this sets down what i'm going to go in in terms of Um, accepting the period of growth in a positive way rather than a negative way and being open to have identity crises and really um, being able to have an open mind to testify and to falsify your set of beliefs by yourself instead of other people forcing that change upon you yeah so guys obviously you guys like to hear my experiences with this which is not shocking at all because I have the most embarrassing experiences when it comes to the issues I talk about (laughs) and just to let you guys know disclaimer I'm not someone who's trained for this I honestly came to this and making this project to just deal with my emotions and deal with my issues so i'm on the same wavelength that you guys are on so i don't have a high level um as you're gonna tell as you're probably gonna get from uh the stories i tell you so the first thing i'd like to talk about in terms of how i use my outdated um definition of identity to self-sabotage myself uh, and blocked myself from doing anything new and stayed in my comfort zone so I'm going to start explaining so the first one I have another famous phrase I talked about a famous phrase before in my people pleasing and authenticity one you guys can go watch that it's amazing um but i have another famous phrase was i don't see myself doing that i wouldn't see myself doing that so because of what i preconceived what i would do or what i believed about myself so before i started you know doing uh Podcasting, all that I saw myself to be very much someone who just observed and wasn't really the one who was upfront with their opinions, someone who was just quiet and kind of allowed for the intelligence and for my intellectual, you know, self to really sell rather than my personality at best. I wasn't the outward person if I was in a group, I wasn't the outward person, I was very much the quiet one unless I was with uh, you know my closest friends and I'll be screaming but yeah you got what I'm saying guys um so keep this in mind I would always say I wouldn't see myself doing this so let's say my friend (laughs) I know a specific one listening will recognize this phrase and good for you girl because I finally realize it's dumb but um, I would say to my friend, uh, let's call my friend Bob, I would say to Bob, hey, I like that guy over there, um, he's really beautiful, he looks like, um, you know, a crystal, a crystal chandelier, that's such a weird description, but anyways, I would say he looks like a crystal chandelier, Bob, and Bob would be like to me, just go up and talk to him then, me, me, with, my preconceived beliefs about myself i said i just don't see myself doing that i could see other people doing it i don't know how it's easy for them but for me i just can't do that it's just not me i would always say that i would always bloody say that oh my gosh oh my gosh Oh, always 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 or if bob would say hey that guy is showing interest that guy is she's staring bloody at you me that can't be me no what i know of myself i just wouldn't see myself in that situation i wouldn't see myself in a romantic situation no 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 no. i'm not the center of attention. i'm always behind i'm always at the back no no and just to let you guys know I wanted. This is why well. I wanted this relationship. But me, me, just self sabotaging myself. I just said. I just kept on repeating. I just don't see myself doing it. And she's like, but Bob. I mean, Bob would be like, um, just, just you know, talk to him. He's looking at you. I'd be like, no, I don't know what bloody hell you're talking about, Like, Fuck off. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and as you could tell from that gibberish that i was just saying because there's no details i want to give i basically self-sabotage myself when i possibly could have had a wonderful relationship I could have had an amazing blossoming relationship even if that relationship didn't work out I think I would have had an amazing experience in terms of learning my way and getting my foot in the dating life in the love life side because my love life guys is non-existent it's nowhere to be seen it's nowhere to be found and that could have been an opportunity for me to expand on that. But I was like, no, because of who I am and what my beliefs are that are informed by my predated experiences when I was literally like pre-bu- how do you say pre rebescent pre pre Some- I don't know. Basically where before I hit puberty, I inform my experiences, I inform my, who I am from those experiences like what the hell like I changed like but yeah as you can tell self-sabotage queen and yeah I even if it didn't go well I could have used this chance to be able to learn my way through the dating life what I like what I dislike how to truly express what I want um in that sector but look at me now I regret it and I'm still here, still the same, and look, I created a podcast from it, so I guess something came out of it, but another experience I could say to really, um, push my point about how, um, you know, this definition of identity, this concept of identity is unreliable, is, you know, taking this leap of faith with podcasting, um, you know, due to, my beliefs about myself, about um, being very much a homebody, being very much someone who keeps to myself, being very much someone who isn't out there with their opinions, as I said before, someone who's not spontaneous and all that. And obviously, podcast, uh, podcasting kind of contradicts that. Podcasting is very spontaneous, very much out there, very much confident in their voice, and very much all that. And I, being me with saying I just wouldn't see myself doing this that's why I said to my older sister when she suggested that I should do it but when I actually decided for myself to take that step out of my preconceived boundaries of myself I actually felt really liberated when I recorded that first episode even though it's so shit but listen to it the audio is so shit but it was a really good episode I, I would say it's people's favorite um when I was doing that even though obviously I live in a chaotic household and there wasn't time to do it I tried to fit it in I gave it a chance I just decided let me just do it and let me see what happens in the process and actually editing that um episode I felt very much myself I felt calm I felt happy in the moment I felt like I could do anything I felt so so just feeling this gratitude of I'm glad I took that step outside I'm glad I decided to go against what I believed to be myself what I believed and what I told myself for so many years who I was and With doing that, like I said, with my explaining, you know, um, about, you know, people's identity, everything that we do shifts our narrative shifts um the way we perceive and approach life and podcasting shifted the way I see life It's what shifted the way I approached it now I approach life in more of a lenient way in terms of being more open to experiences and I think that's very much beneficial for me in this moment of time when you know my next stage is going into uni and which is basically the homeland for experiencing new things finding yourself um changing your pathways um you know beginning this journey of trial and error and I just feel so blessed that you know God was able to put podcasting into my hands right now because uh, if you guys I probably probably my podcast would have grown a lot more a lot more bigger let's say if it was in lockdown but uh, my mind then was not right my mind then was very internalized misogyny let's say and I'm just gonna admit that because everyone has it's it's one thing to say that it's one thing to say that you know of it but it's one thing to say that you yourself haven't experienced it because I think everyone has experienced um internalized misogyny at some point it's just inevitable in society today but I think it's the chance of being able to recognize it and approach it in a certain way to be able to relearn you know those right um habits but yeah um that's my experiences (laughs) with trying new things but also going against um, this definition of identity and basically going through an identity crisis because that's when I actually started my journey full-on, started that journey of really trying to find myself, as I mentioned in the last um, episode, um, I I searched up what my self-love language was, what my core values was and this was on my bucket list to do and podcasting basically it's like it switched the button in my switched the switch in my mind saying i need to do this for myself i need to take my take it into my hands and just try and really do this for myself and really reevaluate who i am and what i see as my identity to be So, yeah, that's my experiences, guys. So now I'm going to be talking about my thoughts towards, um, you know, uni and what I'm nervous about, what I'm excited about. But, you know, just the whole phenomenon about it. Um, This is not scripted at all. This is just purely my thoughts of right now rather than before I'm telling you, if I recorded this section like a week ago, it would probably be hectic. Probably I'll be fighting air because I was literally fighting air. I was fighting the tears. Um, It was very much Justin Timberlake, cry me a river. It was giving that and it wasn't good. I wasn't in the right mind space and all that. And yeah, I'll just do my plain out thoughts right now about uni. Um, As I said uh, before, um, uni is the home ground for finding yourself, testing out your identity, being open-minded about new experiences. But for me, I feel like this can go only to a certain extent. Um, So this is like with me and going out clubbing and drinking. Um, I think that's something for me to try. But to be honest, I'm not really interested in that. And I know there's some people who are excited. um, But I'm not totally against it. But it's not something that, wow, I'll do a day, a back-to-back day where I literally go clubbing. I go for the whole night. um, Because I don't know. And this is actual good music. Then I'll be there. But not to party the whole night because I feel like I'd be much more comfortable to go to clubbing and parties if I knew people there and I was comfortable with them to actually go and have fun and let myself free, but if I didn't, like with uni, I would see going to clubbing and parties as rather just an opportunity to socialize and try and make friends, because that's the whole thing about uni, because obviously you're separating from your main group of people in your city and your trying to find a new set of people at uni and i wouldn't rather see these parties and clubbings it's rather a time to chillax and just have fun i would see it rather as for me as time to graft on and try and make as much friends as be as much as a friendly person as you can so it would be seen as rather a job a task for me rather than just having fun um i'm not totally against it as i said but i think there's a certain extent for me um i'll definitely join societies of course that's where you make friends who have similar you know um interests to you but obviously there's at times where you know the best friends that you have have don't even have any similar you know interest to you but rather just different opinions and somehow you guys gravitate to each other um but I'm ready for the experience with uni I'm scared though this whole movement this whole you know um shift from me um being within my family influence and being under my family's roof um to be by myself and paying for a roof by myself but also taking care of the money spending. Um, and that's one thing I need to learn, money management and just being responsible for your health, your physical health, your, health, your mental health and basically what you want to do with life and who you want to be. Um, and this is something I haven't really faced in clear right now. Um, I faced it over kind of this movement from secondary school to sixth form or college as they say. Um, because around that time, you get more freedom with your studies, but you also get more freedom from um, your family because you're basically turning 18, and that's just more freedom in itself. And I did a, you know, an episode on that quick independence. What happens after 18? Um, this whole expectations, this pressure to move with the times, this pressure to move with um, the social cycle, and all this, and especially for i would say especially for like um you know kids you know people who just left college from their studies and obviously they expect to be relaxing but obviously it's kind of known and obviously kind of looking at how much uni is and facing it right now (laughs) those people who got a job before congratulations you guys did kind of the right thing um it's not forced by fire to get it but you know, it's good because you might get some money at the back, you know, you have something in store. But um it's just a lot. Um it's just hard, you know, because you know, I don't know what to do with myself. I thought I would, but obviously being forced into that, I don't know what I'll do because I'm literally moving out next week. I'm gonna be three hours away. It's not something ideally I wanted. Um I'm having a hard time to grasp what's going on. I'm having a hard time to grasp um, all these responsibilities that are just placed on me. Or these new things I have to learn. Like tenancy, um, tenancy agreements, all this. Like I, I don't understand. Like I don't even know what's going on. And for there to be no preparation and this movement to just be within the amount of two months. But not even two months, just a month um not even yeah just a month yeah just a month from results day to the day that you move and you know I don't know um it's just very hard to think about it's very I'm struggling with it but I'm trying my best to take as much as uni advice as I can and carry that with me as I go and obviously I'm not going to be perfect and of course I'm not gonna get the hang of it when I get there. But I just hope to try every day. Um I feel like I will be homesick. It's just inevitable. Um even though I wanted to escape from this place. Um I think it's just inevitable because this is the only environment I've been used to since I was born. Um so to be living somewhere else for a year and obviously the two years after that I'm living somewhere else as well. It's just very hard to think about but I'm prepared I think this will be the best time to learn how to take care of myself because I think this stage of gaining this independence um is inevitable um you face in adulthood unless you live under your parents household in your adulthood um can't be me Because I have African parents. uh, (laughs) I don't know if you can relate with ethnic parents. It just can't be me. Um, But yeah, at least I'll get some practice with being able to money manage my money and trying to take care of myself at the same time without having my mom there to do it and remind me to eat all the time and all that and to do this stuff i have to remind myself so it's gonna be a challenge that i think i'm ready i have this podcasting here apparently that's some that's some uh things i heard that's a one key thing i had to have a hobby or if you want to start like you know, a small business for yourself, you should do it in uni. You got connections there, you got people who are willing to help and a hobby keeps you um occupied. So I'm ready to do that. I'm ready really to do that. Um like literally I'm sitting in my living room right now and I have an electric blanket. Okay, guys, I don't know if you've guys heard of electric blanket, but if you have it's amazing isn't it? If you have one it's amazing especially in the winter it's so amazing but with electric blankets it just makes your like your legs just heat up and cramp and you can't move it and it just feels like your legs are dead but it's amazing I love it um but as I was saying um my vision right now is I'm looking at a rice cooker um a printer um yeah what else my laptop as well and kind of uh looking at these is just reminding me of how much in the next week these things are just going to pile up um getting ready for me to move out which is kind of depressing um but I heard first year was um is much more easy and doable than the two years of a levels um those two years of a levels mm -hmm, it was a disaster and I was so happy to have that done but now it's the next stage of this of independence but also trying to find myself how to remind myself that apparently that's a key thing as well and i'll tell you guys that um apparently you should just be yourself you literally should be well not apparently you should even if you're in a levels or you're in secondary school whatever whatever wherever you are just be yourself like just do your thing just really do your thing and hopefully the people and I pray to God they will, for everyone who's listening to this, will gravitate to you, those friends will gravitate to you, who want the best for you, um, also, don't, don't beg it, don't beg it, guys, don't beg it, um, we're all in this together, but don't beg it, yeah, don't beg it off of those friends, come on, don't be desperate, like, you know, some people will take advantage of that, don't do that, but have fun, have fun, you know, and also get to know yourself, and try and, be able to you know um learn how to be by yourself because if you don't I think that's a disaster and I'm only just starting to you know get a foot in it on being alone um it's going well before it was a struggle I didn't know what to do outside of you know social media and stuff because I just can't be on that I would read that's one thing you guys should do not Wattpad but you should listen to my episode now am I just promoting all my episodes on here Um, but anyways, apart from social media, read not Wattpad but actual physical books. The last one I read was um Lord of the Flies, a classic, amazing, I think you should read it. Um it's about um human nature and just um the human you the human's will to conquer everything and to dominate everything and capitalise on everything. Love it. Um, and uh was it um I hope to read 1948 1948 I think that's it but yes yeah, a dystopian book I hope to find that and obviously I'm not buying it I'm getting it from a library bro and I think I have to wait until I get to Kent to do that oh oh my gosh basically the next two episodes you will hear me updating you about me being Kent and me you know um oh my gosh it's thundering outside jesus it's still summer for like us in the uk like what's going on anyways it's raining outside it's thundering but i'm still here in a cuddly and a nice fluffy um blanket but yeah um it's weird i'm gonna be updating you guys about how i'm doing in kent and you know what i'm doing but I, i guess an advantage for me is that i'm near london you know i love that i love that for myself But, you know, um, I hope that this podcast reaches, (coughs) fuck, um, I hope this podcast reaches a wider audience, I hope it reaches the right people, and those people who are struggling with, um, the idea that they're gonna be away from home, um, same girl, okay, um, I'm struggling as well, I literally have had, like, 10 mental breakdowns, I cried, um just yesterday because I couldn't sort out my financial stuff and I cried home I walked all the way home I cried while I was listening to Beyonce's new song Alien Superstar and that's a club song so you can already tell that I'm falling apart but um yeah we're in this together all in this together that's my that's my um that's the taste of my singing but um yeah we're all in this together please recommend this episode to those um people you know who are also struggling with uni I recommend this to anyone even those people who are going into college sixth form whatever you're doing just please listen to this it will help I'm going to do this as well so at least you can cry with me um you guys can at me on my podcast instagram it's at everything all at once podcast and also you can at even me tanash and then is it underscore lana just at me guys just talk to me even about anything to be honest don't say anything inappropriate i don't want that uh, i'm black so don't do this um so thank you for listening guys and i hope you guys have a wonderful day i'll probably hear from you guys again in 30 minutes because i need to record another one and that would be a nice surprise i'm talking about a social issue and a social trend for the next one i hope you guys did the homework about the self-love language and the the what the self-love language and finding out your core values i hope that you guys are just spreading love because that's what we should be doing not hostility is that, did I say right? But yeah, not that, please. Just love, 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 and try and take every day as a day for trying again. We can't always be happy, but we can't always be sad. Just feel gratitude that you're still living. You know, some people have died today. So just be happy you're here and God bless you guys. Not God bless America. Anyways, goodbye. <laughs> <okay>, <laughs>